Welcome to Talk Seward County, a podcast of news and events to keep you connected to the stories that matter. Featuring members of the Seward County Chamber and Development Partnership, local businesses, and residents of Seward County. Let's get started. On our show today, we have Laura McDougall and Renee Dufac from Four Corners. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to continue what Chris and I did with our Mental Health and Awareness Month talk. And so before we kind of dive into yours, Renee, why don't, Laura, why don't you give us a little bit about the other things that Four Corners does? Because I know that there's an extensive amount of programs and other things that you do other than just mental awareness. And so, so give us a little yes, bit. Yes, I'd be happy to. And, and thank you for the opportunity to um, talk on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, so, you know, Four Corners has uh, quite a, an extensive uh, set of programs that we do, and, and I think it's especially important coming out of COVID that, um, that we are able to communicate all the different things we do because that was just one specific mm-hmm. program at that time. But we do things like... Um, preventative dental services for children and older adults, okay. which we're really excited about that. And it's um, we're picking it back up now after COVID and it's been um, really popular and we've, we've done quite a bit in Seward County um, checks on kids. And That's great. Um, it's a really um, exciting uh, way to uh, help, help um, even, you know, you don't realize how important dental Good yes. dental health is to overall health and to the health into the mental health of mm-hmm. people. Um, we uh, definitely uh, have people here that link uh, different uh, people to resources. So we we look at social needs as well and try to link people to resources. Um, we have some programming for the aging population, okay. and of course, also all the way from for all ages down mm-hmm. to children. But we have some fall prevention work that we do for the aging population. We um, we're looking at uh, starting a home visitation program for uh, moms and babies. Oh, that would be great. Yes, and and um, working alongside Sixpence and the the Head Start programs mm-hmm. to make sure that everything that anything we do. Um, is in spaces that they're not working in. Yeah. So it's, but it's a great preventative program. Um, we do childhood lead poisoning. We trap mosquitoes for West Nile virus and do a lot of West Nile virus education. We work on chronic diseases like hypertension and diabetes, and mm-hmm. we have classes around communities for those uh, in different ways to support people living with those conditions. Okay. Um, we also, um, I think one thing I, I want to mention is that one uh, we do have a program where we do assessments in the community. Oh, that would be very yeah. helpful. And it, it helps us to really prioritize where we're working mm-hmm. in the community on, on what topics are important to the communities. And for many years, we've had nutrition and physical activity. And uh, most recently, too, how do we, how do we work together uh, with medical providers and different partners mm-hmm. to um, to bring down silos in communities and how do we work together to really maximize the effect of what we're doing. 
So, um, you know, the last couple rounds of assessments, though, have been also overwhelmingly um, seen that the community wants us to work on mental health yes. programs. Mm-hmm. And we have our assessments this last time that we're now developing the improvement plan for. Um, but it pointed to, again, mental health. But there's so many different aspects to mental health. Yes, I know. And, and a couple of the areas that have come up within mental health is just not the... One is, of course, just the wellness and, mm-hmm. and um, keeping people well and, and helping them to achieve that. But also substance use disorders and alcohol abuse have, have started to bubble up as, as main concerns of the community. So... With that, now our our health department really has um, sort of swung around to looking at um, how do we work in these areas, how do we support the community in this type of Mm -hmm. wellness. So I think that might be a segue for you to talk to today. (laughs) Yes, I was going to say, you you set that up beautifully. Uh, So um, Renee, uh, we're going to start talking with you. I know that you did a great job. Thank you very much. Uh, you said before we started that there was kind of this, you you were looking at things that happened before COVID and after COVID and kind of how that has changed our dynamic and everything. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, one of the things that, that we look at is trends. Mm-hmm. And um, here with public health, dovetailing a little bit on what Laura said is the assessments and being able to integrate those assessments between um, medical facilities as well as mental health. Mm -hmm. And we used to think of those two things as as somewhat bipolar as far as mental health is on the the right and and the medical field is on the left. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we're able to do... um, because of a grant is we've been able to integrate those things. Okay. So we have taken the assessment, which is called the PDHQ-9, that assesses different functions as far as where people are at in regards to um, being affected by having um, depression, some anxiety, and what that looks like in families, as well as... Um, if there's any suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's presented um, at the medical clinic. And then from there, we're taking that data and we're using that and we're able to address those issues. Okay. So it's it's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. um, that's occurred. But also, too, um, one of the things that has come up Prior to COVID, as well as after COVID, is the degree of loneliness that people are feeling. Yes. And um, in fact, the Surgeon General General actually came out and and made it um, known that it's a crisis that, in regards to um, the medical field as well as mental health, is that something that we need to address and we need to beef up that infrastructure. Um, And the reason why it's so important is because when people are lonely, they have less connection and it increases heart disease. It increases the rates of strokes. Um, 
and it, it's it's also been shown to have 60% more uh, premature deaths. Mm -hmm. So this is a public health crisis. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. So um, some of the ways that, that I've seen it within my own practice is people have just stopped connecting. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. we look at our public areas such as um, you know, things that we used to do prior to COVID. And and granted, the loneliness was going on before COVID. It yeah, just it just increased after. It, it ramped up because yeah. people were isolated for so long and didn't get that human interaction like they used to. And now we have to almost kind of relearn that human interaction again in some senses. Right, right. And so, you know, it's about, okay, how can we have better social skills? Mm -hmm. And, you know, even stopping and talking to somebody in the grocery store is, is beneficial. Um, however, as far as this infrastructure um, that the Surgeon General was talking about, um, there's different phases in that in which he wanted to address. And... And one of the things that I think is important is policies mm -hmm. and having policies in the community in regards to helping people more with transportation and especially in the rural communities, getting people transportation to different events and being invited to those events. Mm -hmm. It used to be that people would do everything through churches. Yes. Well, now the attendance in churches has decreased and part of it has been COVID. Um, the other thing that I think that has really impacted is, um, you know, people have a tendency to be very stringent with their political beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so it's important that we work on acceptance. Yeah. And it's like we don't have to always agree in order to have social interactions and to be able to build those relationships. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as far as I know, mental health kind of encompasses, there's different levels for different age groups. Do you see a certain age group maybe that is affected more than others? Or is it kind of that there's different versions of like mental issues or with different age groups? I think it's important with any age group. Mm -hmm. um, developmentally, it, you're gonna you're gonna have different things that are occurring. Um, if you're looking at small children, what you're gonna be looking at is okay, where where are they at in regards to their development? Okay, and being able to help them regulate um, their emotions, mm -hmm. and a lot of that comes with parenting. So in regards to looking at, at children and what's going on in the home, um, it's vital that parents are involved. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, if you're looking at, at middle school kids, um, one of the things that oftentimes occurs is um, body image. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're going through that hormonal change, as well as they, too, need to regulate their emotions. Um, and also having good 
parental interaction or at least a good role model for mm-hmm. that. And being able to not so much depend on technology and phones, but having that one-on-one with friends and that one-on-one with parents. Mm-hmm. That's really important. And, you know, middle school kids are, are, are very interesting. You can either hate them or love them at the same time. <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> I love her, but there are some days where it's kind of like, hmm, yeah. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, they sometimes they like to draw us into their drama. Yes. And because we're parents and we're protective, we, we sometimes want to be mama bears. Um, but it's, it's important to allow them to have those emotions and yes. to, and to validate them mm-hmm. and to not shame them for that because that's a normal part of the process. So, you know, in regards to, if you're seeing somebody from middle school doing a lot of isolation, um, and there seems to be you know, extreme sadness or maybe not wanting to go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, parents need to to be able to take that temperature and say, okay, you know, maybe you need to talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes kids that age will listen more to a therapist yes. that they trust instead of parents. Mm-hmm. And as parents, we need to put our egos aside a little bit and, and be able to let let go of that. Because, um, you know, it takes a community sometimes. It takes a village. Yes, exactly. Um, well, they might be afraid to tell their parents exactly how they feel or what's going on for fear that, you know, they're going to be upset. It might be easier to talk to somebody else that doesn't have that relationship that they can just kind of express themselves maybe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's so helpful. Um and as well as it's helpful for, for parents, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, you know, in regards to high school age, um, high schoolers have a tendency to be back and forth. They want their freedom, but yet they mm-hmm. don't want their freedom. And, you know, so it's the same thing. You know, they still need parents, but maybe not so much, um, so much of that parental control, so to say. But I, I think it's important, too, that um, that we look at what is going on mm-hmm. on phones and on internets because sometimes that can create a lot of problems as far as bullying on the internet or um, just um, maybe going to some places that we really don't want teens to be Yeah, because they can't process that information at their age. Um, and then of course, too, you have people trying to engage younger adults in, in not so pro social activities Mm -hmm. that go on on the internet. Yeah, I know you talked a little bit before about the screen time and how much screen time anybody should have. I mean, it's, it kind of even goes into adults. I see a lot of adults on their phones all the time, but it's important for, you know, like children through teens, that that it's the screen time is limited. I'm. Yeah, screen. You know, the screen time, it um, especially for for younger children, um, 
it really impacts their brain. Mm-hmm. And when you when they start to be so um, engaged in that screen time, it can it can um, it it does battle in regards to brain development. Mm-hmm. So I always really just cringe when I see, you know, 18 months old with mom's phones. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just want to reach out and say, uh, can I have that phone? Um, but, you know, and that's where that engagement comes from. And that's how babies learn mm-hmm. from parents is their facial expressions. And if they're looking at their phones all the time, they're not really getting to see you know, how to have that connectivity. Yes. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that too. There's a lot of times there's adults where it's like they'll have, the children will be there and they'll be on the phone and the adult will be on the phone and I'm like, talk to each other, you know, yeah. do, do engage in each other, do something besides it's fun to be on the phone. Yes. I like being on my phone and we let the kids have, you know, screen time too, but it's also important to engage each other and to really develop that relationship because it helps you through your whole entire life. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and I think for adults too, um, even when you look at, at, um, dating and relationships and marriages, um, sometimes those phones can be a huge barrier Mm -hmm. in relationships. Definitely. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about today? Um, it's open. We can talk about anything else you'd like to. Well, one of, one of the other things that I think is important with mental health for everybody is, is just having a plan to take care of you mm-hmm. and being able to have a good um, work um, and social balance and, and being able to know what your needs are. Mm-hmm. And so many times I see you know, parents running after kids and their activities and not having any downtime and not teaching their kids how to have downtime. And I I think it's really important that we start taking a look at, okay, what are our needs? Mm -hmm. And we can't keep up with this running and and teaching our kids how to run. Yes. And, And we've seemed to become a society of... If we're not busy, we're not valued. Mm-hmm. And being able to stay at home and pick up a book or um, listening to music or engaging in meditation or going for a walk or enjoying nature. And I think it's just really important, not just for people who suffer from depression and anxiety, but also for all of us. Yes, because it can be very healing. And we're so used to, in a society of taking care of ourselves physically, that we forget we have a brain that sometimes just needs to have a moment of silence. Yeah, and and we need that break in between the running and the doing and the the job to the school to the homework to the activities there has to be a point where there has to be a break where you can just kind of release it and have that moment like you said moment of silence because that will help you clarify everything right 
Right. So, you know, I guess, you know, in, in response to, you know, everybody is just basically taking care of yourself and, and staying healthy mm -hmm. in mind, body, and spirit. That's great. Great advice. Um, anything else? Unless you have a question for me, I think I've covered. I was going to say, I think you did a great job. I know I've been on your website. You have a lot of variety of resources and information. And um, I talked with Chris, too, that you have the link that has all of the suicide prevention, mental health and awareness. And it's for all different ages from young children to veterans, seniors. So that is a great resource. Thank you very much for putting that on there. And um, you have a calendar, right, that has kind of a lot of your different activities that are going on. And so um, if, that, if there's nothing else, then thank you very much, both of you. And if I might, Go ahead. too, um, we recently have added a staff member who's bilingual, so we we are able to um, also um, better serve uh, Spanish-speaking community. Oh, that is great in our in our district, and um, I think uh, we so with that we are always happy to have phone calls from anyone. Mm -hmm who's looking for uh, answers that anything related to health, um, one of our, our main, uh, uh, something really important to us is to be able to connect people to a resource, whether that's to Renee mm -hmm. um, for some counseling services or whether it's to a, a food bank or to, uh, you know, how do we, uh, how do we get connected to a, a doctor or a, do we need, you know, what do you think or what do you have to offer? We can definitely refer people. So um, we really like getting calls from the community mm -hmm. and being able to, to help serve that, the community in that way. So um, if there's any questions or if there's classes, if people are looking for ways to get educated about, about mental health or chronic diseases or, um, how to live with a chronic disease. We have um, available resources. So I just wanted to put a plug in for yes, that. Yes, definitely. Good thing you mentioned that. I mean, that's great. You're kind of a comprehensive. You can point people in the right direction of where they need to go mentally, physically, um, for assistance for their families. And it's great that you have somebody that's bilingual that can help reach out to those people too. So that is, thank you very much for adding that. That is very, very important. And thank you both for being with me today. It's just really great. Um, if there's anything else in the future, let us know, and we'll come back on and talk again. Thank you so thank much. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Talk Seward County, a podcast of news and stories that matter to you. Sponsored by Cattle Bank and Trust, Jones Bank, Pet Source by Schooler, and Memorial Healthcare Systems. Thank you.